Hey, question for you. Okay. Um, do you remember, I mean, this was years ago, years and years ago. Do you remember Arco um, biting some female that hit my dad in the head with a pan on some call? Or someone, or no, yeah, no, that's right. What? <laughs> what? No it's not looking no. good. <laughs> no record, no, no way. Anne remembers everything. Okay. She remembers everything. Okay, somehow Charlie and I know the same story. The two retards. And we're not... <laughs> and... But here's the thing, John. I told you 20 years ago that I got bit by a cougar when I was on a bike ride, and you believed it probably until right this very moment. That's true. I don't remember that one. Yeah, you remember the, the friggin' lines across the back? I got bit by a cougar the other day. Oh. She was hot. Yeah, no, I don't Ask her about him coming home with stitches. Ask her yeah, about ask her, yeah, ask her about the butterfly. Have you ever seen him with like any type of stitches or like one of those little butterfly bandages on his on his eyebrow? <laughs> Thank you. What? <laughs> Thank you. Don't you think I would remember if I ever got hit with a fucking you can't hear him. <laughs> Oh, oh, let's not go there. No. Do Down the rabbit hole we go. Right, we'll, we'll talk about this later. But, but Charlie and I have the same story somehow, and we're not even with each other, right? But somehow we know they what. have this. They have this story, and I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. So. Hey, you told it to okay. me. Really? If okay. I had butterflies on my forehead, she would have known. I know. That's why I called her. Okay. Well, now, now you guys can. You're talking about someone else. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Elliot, you don't even remember meeting my dad. What? <coughs> There's the definitive dad. answer. Of course, I know your dad. I thought. Oh, I was, I was overhearing. I thought you said you didn't. You, you didn't meet my dad before. You didn't. No, you no. Uh, I no. It was uh, um, Thomas. No, I think you met. You were on the episode with my dad, right? That's I met him thought. once. Yeah, yeah, that's the one time. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I said. I did you was. ever? Did you ever tell the story? I mean, I mean, I guess I can ask you on here because it'd be great to tell it. If yeah, we're we're going it. so. All right. Well, then press play because I want to ask this. I question. did. Oh, We're going. Oh, um, welcome to if, War uh, Stories. I'm Tom. Hey, I'm Chuck. Okay. There's John and Elliot and Chris, and we're back for 201. Well, I can't. You know, I can't. I can't hear the thing where it goes. It's recording, but yeah, you're I right. can't see it. Okay, it's um, recording because it doesn't so, do that because I'm recording thanks. it here on did my. Did you? End. Did you ever tell the story of when you? Um, Wait, we didn't do the intro, working. Charlie. You didn't have to go. Welcome to another episode of War Stories. I'm Tom. Um... Chuck. <laughs> Stop making me fucking say something. God damn. I, okay, so uh, it is It is one of the highlights of my life to watch two friends who have been homies as long as you guys have just just go at it. It's hilarious. It's it's. But it's for those of you that listen to the locker room and you know that Matt and I go after each other and Marco and I go after each other. And now Chuck goes, yeah. So, it's all good. Poor Charlie. <laughs> go on, Charlie. Okay, are you talking you to me or talking story? to John? I'm talking to you. Okay. I hope Ball I with a balding head. Okay. I <laughs> hope I remember this. Just, oh, that's voluntary. Hey Charlie, take off your hat. I, I'm <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> How old are you, Charlie? Yep. I got Dr. Phil haircut. Yeah. <laughs> but did you when you were coming from Whittier and you went to South LA and then from South LA you got into some fucking uh, on probation, you got into a fight, uh, I think it was Harbor Division. Uh, by the railroad tracks and you were basically fighting with a handcuffed suspect and this is what always taught me oh that, i remember this you That's know that busted your elbow people can fight elbow, if yeah. you're fucking handcuffed right because he had oh yeah i remember this i don't know if yeah, i ever so told let's that save it for short stories can you tell it let's we're gonna save that for short stories because we got a couple of oh. we didn't get to some of the the oh, listener fuck. favorites the, the we awesome. did we i kind of took a poll of some of the listener favorites obviously uh the wood chipper story is an all-time listener favorite i yeah. mean you don't get much better than strawberry cheesecake coming out the back of a wood chipper. Mm. Uh, lobster claw. Do you guys remember lobster claw? I do remember? Why does that claw? sound familiar? Yeah, that was the that was what's his name? James. James. Yes. Yeah. James. He's uh, James was a medic. He's yeah. He's artillery in the army. Got out. Worked as a medic uh, on the bus, 
And it's kind of timely <laughs> in what's going on in today's society. Mm. Uh, I believe it was LA County Sheriff calls him. It's on the south end. A tranny had uh, been picked up by a by a vato, and this this banger had paid him for head, and then reached under the hood to you surprise know, surprise you know wedding tackle, and got so pissed off he took a machete and went after this tranny hooker with a machete and brought the machete down on her hand in between or his hand in between some of the, I still have the picture if you want to see it he sent it to me uh but brought the machete that. down between the that. digits <clears throat> yeah. split the hand split like a lobster open. claw yeah and then it went so deep that it got through the hand and into the collarbone and then the cops came and he ran and james had to treat this Lobster claw, lobster claw. Jesus. Yeah. So that was that was one of the favorites um, that stuck out for people. I think, the, and then uh, a lot of people wrote in saying they like the Marines in Afghanistan series. I think because they got to follow the whole mm-hmm. story. They got, they got a bigger picture. Rather they got than a much just bigger picture. Story. Yeah. Uh, and then that was that was a tough one for us because we're not used to sticking with something for that long of a period mm-hmm. of time. And it so so to some extent we were like, oh shit there's more <laughs> yeah 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 and then um, almost like different characters coming in yeah, to, to fill in yeah different yeah parts. right yeah. exactly um yeah. so that was a, that was an inch i would I, I wouldn't be opposed to doing a series i just i didn't like we didn't when we got into it we didn't know how long it was gonna go Mm-mm. we just we were like okay we'll come back next week and we'll hear another story um so that was kind of crazy uh so those were i think the three most that's the top three of of what we got people saying, which is interesting because two of those, one of those firefighter story, one of those medic story, one's you know marine story, um, but we've we've shared a lot of cop stories, and I think by far by far uh, my favorite cop stories have been the. Can you like? Do you remember we had um, your friend who went to the Santa Barbara Virgin Killer? Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. And yeah, Derek. Yeah, mm-hmm. Derek came on, and um, we knew some of the same. New. Again, we knew huh? some. He was brand new. He was brand new. Brand, brand new. new. Yeah. yeah, and we knew some of the same. Again, Derek and I knew some of the same people because mm-hmm. uh, his sheriff's department was old. And he, it was even funny because he had heard about my incident because people still talked about it down there, even though he never met me. And he was like, "Oh shit, that was you." Uh, so I just remember hearing about that whole incident with. The Virgin Killer. For those of you who don't know, uh, it was a kid named Elliot, I think. I don't remember. <laughs> Coincidentally enough. And he it was like autistic as shit, mentally unbalanced, went to Santa Barbara. Couldn't couldn't get a girlfriend his yeah, entire life. To went to Santa Barbara, yeah. couldn't still couldn't get a girlfriend, and decided that it was women that women were evil and it was all their fault and they should pay. And then bought a couple of nice guns and a went on a killing spree in Isla Vista in mm-hmm. UC Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. And I remember Derek had shared stories and it was one of those like, Oh, you were there firsthand. You like the bicyclist that went through the windshield. I didn't know that it happened. Yeah. Same. You know? And so hearing some of those stories where you hear those little details about, Oh shit. I, you know, I never thought about that side of it or I'm surprised I didn't even think like, – you even said, oh, I never thought about that until mm-hmm. just now. You said the last episode yeah. with, with – I'm surprised at how many times even even as many things as we've all seen, we still hear a story and we're like, oh, shit, I never thought about that. I don't know. I guess – I, I, maybe that's just me. Because not many things are going to put it into perspective in the moment, right? Right. So like you just live the moment and then it – you know. A week, right. a month, a year later, something <clears throat> happens and it kind of puts that maybe that one moment in perspective and you're like, oh. Right, and or you hear about it on the news, but you don't personalize it. Sure. Until like, if we were to have the guys who took out the Nashville mm-hmm. Christian school shooter, mm-hmm. the he she um, sh- shooter over no, that's there, a dude, right, or a female? That one was I, the female. So that was what I was. Yeah, was I was female. so confused about it because it came out that it was a female who wanted to be a male, right, and. Early on, I thought, "Oh, it's a male that wants to be a female," yeah, no. but it was it, it was, was the female. opposite, yeah. which actually yeah, made it interesting that it was because 
females are rarely school shooters. Yeah. Which actually made me wonder if that person was already on hormone therapy. Looked like it. Because you take testosterone, it'll make you angry. Mm -hmm. Well, you never know. Right. We're not going to know. No, we're not going to know. Of course not. I mean, shit, we still don't know why the Vegas shooter did what he did. He's had a bad day at the table. Right. Which brings up, do you remember that one? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The Route 91. The concert? Route 91. Route 91. We had had someone who was there on. Yeah, we had a guest on. Yeah, it was a guy that I worked with. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, sitting there watching him talk about the carnage in front of him and his frustration Mm -hmm. of being off duty. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're helpless. I mean, I obviously I wasn't there, but no, I I can imagine helpless. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Even, even if you, even if you had your gun on you, there's nothing you can do. What are you going to do? Right. Right. From halfway up a high store, you know, a high rise. Yeah. What are you going to do? Right. I mean, that's, you know, that guy might as well have been in an enemy helicopter. (laughs) Yeah. At that point. Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was him or if it was another guy that we worked with. I know they were together at the concert, and before the the, the first thing that happened to them was just someone's head exploded right in front of them. That was like the first thing. Like you're saying, oh, like, yeah, Jason Aldean. And then, the and then exploded, it was almost like, and... what the fuck? And then they're like, uh, and then it kind of everything just kind of starts right. hitting the fan. Well, because if you think about you it. Were Alan Ashley? Huh? Alan Ashley. <clears throat> no, you could say it in the mic. Alan Ashley, remember them? Ellen Ashley. Oh, Ellen yeah. And yeah, Ashley. yeah. They I know you're talking about Yeah, yeah. they were there. Yeah. They were there. And and one of them went to the bathroom when it all, the shit hit the fan. Oh, really? So they were separated. Oh. What well, a fucking nightmare. I think he, got, our guest got separated from his wife. What a fucking nightmare. No, he went back. Yeah. And he, he, went, got, had to, he, he got her out. Oh, that's and went right. Back he in. went back in. Yeah, and then went back in. That's what it was. I, I mean, that's that. We had someone else on, too. Yeah. Yep. He got shot. Yes. While he was there. Wow. I can't even. Like there's some circumstances that are just way beyond your control, and that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we still don't know, you know, why the fuck that happened. So I think th- I, we've covered. I don't know. Uh, we've got a lot of votes, um, some individual episodes and stuff like that, but most of them have been about big stuff like, uh, you know, major news events where people are like, "Holy shit, you talked to somebody that did this mm-hmm. or did that or whatever," um, which has also been for me cool. You know, to be able to talk to these people. Um, I just, I've enjoyed, I think. Well, that was the original plan, right? It was was that everyone, like everyone sees these stories and everyone gets to hear about these things in the news or or third, fourth, fifth, sixth party. Right. But no one ever really gets the real story of the people that were there. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so that was, remember, that was kind of the conception of yeah. this. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. Is There's a human <clears throat> behind all those stories. There's a yeah. human being who experienced it. As a father, a son, a daughter, a mother, a wife, mm-hmm. a husband, you know. Um, yeah, and you know, uh, for me personally, going back to the nine eleven stuff, right? Nobody knew about that shit, but right. And I was just one of there were like a hundred of us, right, that were dealing with that shit every day, and nobody knew about it, right? No, nobody had any idea what the fuck was really happening. I don't think anyone nobody cared. Still, nobody mm-hmm. still knows anything about it. Uh, probably not. Yeah. No, I, yeah. that was one of the most surprising. It was honestly one of the most surprising episodes to me where it was like, you know. And that was just you one. Into, yeah, that, that was clues you into one. how much shit goes on every day. Yeah. I mean, we just had an incident up here. Um, Old man shoots young man. <laughs> that was legit, by the way. Through the windshield. <laughs> that was of, legit. Of a car. Smoked him. Smoked him. Legit. <laughs> like a Christmas ham. Um, well, I think it's... Well, that I'll guy tell you was probably I'll waiting say, his whole life to do that. I'll tell you more Maybe. about it off air. <laughs> oh, you got some more? I, 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 think I don't it's know. Really it depends important. on what you have, but yeah. What did so. you say, Charlie? Oh, I know. He was doing a moving failure drill on the guy while yeah. he was on the hood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's really important to hear these these stories. You know, like you, you, you always... People always say, like you were touching on it, John. People always hear this from a third or fourth or fifth party or however many times removed. Or they see it on the news and they see a bad clip and they just see someone getting shot by the police or something like that. And then you actually hear the stories and how things transpired and what led up to that, you know, that evidence shooting, you know, and it, and it brings a different light onto things. It opens people's eyes up and, and it shows that these people are humans, they're real, they're real people, and they're not just these fucking robots. 
um, that are out just killing people. You know what I mean? Like there are specific facts that led up to that moment and it's important for people to hear those things. So I think, and it, it's cathartic too. other people hear what's going on. They hear, then they hear the struggle, not just the incident, but what took place after that incident, whatever they're struggling with. And that's cathartic to a lot of people because maybe they didn't tell it out loud, but that's exactly what they're struggling with. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? I, sure. I will. So I, we talked about this early on, John, is that there's a moment where whether you're a veteran or but you've seen com you know you've seen combat as a veteran or if you're a police officer who's you know arrested bad guys or taking kids away from their parents or just seen awful crime scenes or a firefighter been to accidents and all this stuff you go to a party right and we I, I don't think we've talked about this in a long time but we did have talked about it you go to a party and somebody's like oh you're a such and such you're a cop you're a veteran you're a marine you're a firefighter. Tell me about, you know, tell me something from your job. Tell me what's what's the craziest thing that you've ever seen. What's the craziest <laughs> thing that's ever happened to you? Uh, for me, and I, I'm probably for you guys. There's a moment where you're like, mm, you can't. I can't tell you. Like <clears throat> I'm gonna go to the craziest thing I've ever seen. Then I'm gonna dial it back by eighty percent. Oh yeah. Because your civilian brain cannot handle it. And then I'm going to tell you even like just the smidgen of a crazy story. And I'm going to still watch you squirm as halfway through the story. You're like, this is making me uncomfortable. And I didn't realize it was. And you're like, that's nothing. You know? Yeah. It's like (laughs) you go to tell them that story and then it gets real, real, real fucking quick for them. And they're like, I just got awkward. And you can (laughs) see your stomach stomach churn. Yeah. And you're like. Yeah, you like that. You like that hot fucker. What's your civilian party off the cuff story there, Chuck? Um, I, I, you know, I talk about um, seeing people dead, like like kids and shit dead. If they're like, "Oh, what's the craziest thing you ever seen?" I'm like, "Well, <laughs> well that'll blow straight to that, kid death? That'll blow the mood right wow. there, bud. Whatever." And then they're just like, "Wow," I'm like, "Well, don't ask, man." Or they ask, "Hey, have you ever shot someone?" Yeah, and you just nonchalantly tell them like what happened you know but a small blurb of it because you don't want to really get into it or you know are they when i because i walk around with this fucking brace on or when i had crutches how'd you injure yourself oh i tripped and then i go into the story of how i tripped and then the one dude is like what the fuck that was crazy and i'm like not really dude that's just well you were high as shit getting wheeled into surgery talking about (laughs) killing people (laughs) <laughs> oh fuck i forgot about that oh shit Wait, did you guys so hear this i got okay. i came out of surgery and this lady that would be charlie mm-hmm. yeah right she goes so you're a cop and i'm like yeah she goes what's the craziest thing you've ever dealt with oh, and God. i don't remember what i was saying on the podcast because i think it was pretty high at the time um off meds um but i started telling her that shit and then she got real awkward real quick and then just kind of like left me alone and i was like my bad. I didn't mean to ruin it. You don't remember what but it I just was? I started going into it. No, he, he went into his shooting. Oh. oh. And okay, like, right. he's, he's high as shit. She's like, oh, what's the crazy story? He's like, I fucking killed oh, this yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This fucking fat That's, black fuck in the yeah. alleyway that decided yeah. to crank around on yeah. He's like, oh. Oh, oh yeah. That's interesting. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, we've all been there, right? That moment where you're looking at somebody. Do you guys take a sick pleasure in watching people squirm a little bit when they oh, ask yeah. dumb questions? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 100%. To be honest, I don't talk about stuff. I don't either. Like, I don't. I, I like so I think I don't either. But if if I'm in the right setting and I, somebody irritate like somebody asked me the right, like you're way, high as a kite. <laughs> we're not. In yeah, the thing is, so like kite. this this and it makes it so awkward. Like um, you know, I've had so many conversations with my wife about this um, because she's a social butterfly and wants me to meet all these people all the time through church and through all this stuff. And like I, I already know what's coming my way, right? I already know the yeah, questions are yeah, coming. I already right. know people like you know they come over and they see things like up on the wall or you know I, I don't know like. And then they want to ask questions, but I mean, to be completely honest, I just don't talk. Like, I just will not, I don't entertain it. Not because, um, not because, uh, like I, cause I can talk about it. Like I can talk right. to you guys about it. I right. can talk, you know, it's not cause I can't talk. Well, about that's it, why it's we started like, this. Cause we can but, talk to each other. Yeah. It's, it's almost like, um, I they almost don't have the take privilege. it, huh? They don't have the privilege to know. Uh, no, no it's, it's not it, that. no, it, you don't uh, want to deal with the shit that's coming with it when you oh, talk man, no, about it. I, no, no, no. It, it's like. Oh man, like I, I don't like it's per, like it's personal to me. Like it's so personal to me 
that that's something that I would only share with people that I care about mm-hmm. and or, or I don't give a shit about you so why would I tell yeah, you this 100% yeah like th- there's no impact on this person right and this person has right. no impact on my yeah. life and vice versa <laughs> it makes them it, it makes no difference to me and probably to them how is how are, how are they like oh let me grab my 1911 this just got bodies on it like how does mm-hmm. that what does that do for them yeah you might as well um, tell it no, in greek mean because it'd be the same effect mm-hmm. True. Right. yeah yeah exactly yeah. it's almost yeah. like i'm waste i don't i'm wasting my time by telling yeah, them right. something right I, i've just learned that i tried to be social with people and it's, that's what makes you different it is what makes me <laughs> i know absolutely that's a good I, I, thing but, but that's a good thing no i mean i've tried to I, like my wife I, i've I've really tried not to be withdrawn and cause that's, I, I was never withdrawn before I was, you know, shit. I've been, people know I've, I've acted, I've been on stage as a musician. I've sung in front of thousands of people. I'm, it's not in my nature to just be withdrawn, but then that was the weird part is I also think everybody in the world is an asshole. Yeah. And so I was, right. I always tell people like being a cop wasn't hard to do because I looked at most people's like, you're a fucking idiot and you're an asshole anyway. So it's, it's a natural progression. I just all of a sudden was in a point where if people wanted to talk to me about my life, I couldn't like, I was the, it was a weird thing for me where I was like, fuck, like I'm used to just being willing to talk to people. And now when I do it gets real fucking awkward, real fucking fast. And so I had to relearn how to be social with people. And if, if that's, if, you know, obviously being social is in my nature, as opposed to some people that just, it just isn't, I'm an extrovert, but it was a very steep learning curve. (laughs) If I, if I'm being honest, um, yeah, I just don't know. I don't. I don't still know another way to put it. Yeah, no, it makes yeah. sense. Just I mean, don't have just, just don't have friends. That's it. Simple. Yeah. <laughs> or very few. Or very few. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. small handful. Yeah. Well, and that's that's the other thing is I don't have. I used to have like a lot of acquaintances mm-hmm. and a couple of core friends. Mm-hmm. And over the years, I've just gotten rid of the acquaintances. Just get weeded out a little. Yeah. Yeah. The other the other thing too is, and I was trying to figure out how to put this in words, and I think I, I think I finally figured it out. Was that. I, I feel well, like words I'm, are hard. I, I, know, I know words are hard sometimes, but like I've been around a lot of people in my life that have gone through so much more than I have that it's almost like if I tell people something and they're like, holy fuck, dude, you're cool as fuck. I'm just like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm I like, get I, that too. I'm nobody. I understand that. Like I'm a nobody, you know, like, so I don't want to like take that like prestigious, like, oh, look what I fucking did. I don't know. Well, I, 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 I can totally see that because when I talk to people and I remember specifically having a conversation with somebody and they were like, Oh my God, that's amazing. You're this. And I'm like, you have no fucking idea. Like I'm nothing. Like you want to hear fucking like well, I'll inch. It's what is it? The uh, old expression. I'm not a hero, but I served in the company of heroes. Right. Yeah. That's, I don't think of myself that way. So since we're on the podcast, remember we had, remember we had this issue and I don't remember who was on. Cause I know we we're talking about past episodes or whatever. And I remember right. we had, it's happened a few times, but one guy in particular, and I remember talking to you afterwards and I'm like, dude, I can't do this shit. I'm like that guy. All he wanted to do is fucking talk about himself. And I get yeah. telling stories. No, but like, I know exactly. But it was, okay. But it was so I different. know who you're talking about. Oh yeah. But it was like different. It was just like me, me, me. Look at me. Like, this is my time to shine. Everyone's going to hear me. Like, I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Like you want to be humble, you know? Huh? You want to be humble. You don't want to ever come off as the cocky dick, right? But it's yeah. well, I think what he's saying is that meeting people that are the opposite of that, where they right. actually are into, like, it, it, you know, it's like, I, we can I, talk I, shit about Sean. Like Sean listens to this, right? <laughs> I don't know if he does. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> we've had Sean on, right? Right? You know, Sean. Sean. Uh, poor um, Sean. He's not here to defend <laughs> himself. <laughs> no, but but well, let's. I let's, know what you're about to say. When we when we had him on. Because, because as social, and here was the reason I had him on. Socially, we hung out with him, and he said he had stories to share. And John was like, "Cool, let's share the stories." Well, I was like, "Cool, let's share the stories." And John was like, "Yeah, we can have him on." <laughs> <laughs> and you were trying to be nice, yeah, right? He's just over. The and top. he sat down and we said, "Go." And I remember this. Nothing. <laughs> I remember this. Nothing came out. It was this. it was like pulling teeth. And I remember talking to you about it later, and you were like, "Yeah, there, everything that happened to him happened to somebody else next to him." You he know? always had really good stories about loss prevention and how he'd watch the cameras at Coles. 
fucked up. I'm gonna bleep the name just so you know. That was fucked up. Yes, totally timestamp. Got to. But but we all know we all. I think we all know that guy, right? I. I think we all know the same guy, apparently. <laughs> so oh my I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to figure out Her how version of him. Okay. So I know a guy who um, we both came from a law enforcement background, and we've both met in a professional capacity in the last year. And we're stuck being around each other on a regular basis. Dude, I'm right here. <laughs> It's not you. Oh, good, good. All right. And he... Don't re-traumatize him. Yeah. (laughs) He... So we... In our... In this capacity, we're both around uh, the same actual active duty police officer. And he... He and I have talked... This police officer and I have talked about the fundamental difference between the two of us. And I said, I... You know, this guy's like, yeah, he's law enforcement background. Oh, yeah, I come from law enforcement. This and anything. And I looked at this cop later on and I went hundred percent. He didn't make probation hundred percent. He didn't make probation hundred. I'm not like, I'm not giving up. Like you can pick them out. And so within the first three months of knowing him got into some discussions and the stories turned to how he decided to leave his career in law enforcement. Mm. And you know the code words, right? Oh, you know, it, I, I had 11 months on and I decided it wasn't to leave. It wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, 11, town, 11 months sounds better than 11. less than a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and for most people, probation is 12 yeah. months to yeah. They were about to fire him. Yeah. <laughs> they are about to fire him. And that's mm-hmm. when they're like, you know, things aren't working out. Right, right. <laughs> you have a couple of options. Um, we can get rid of you or you can quit. We all know those guys. We all know the veterans, but what's amazing to me is like what you're saying. Um, I, we just had uh, an episode. Uh, Chuck couldn't even make it; he was on vacation. I interviewed a young Marine. He's, he's literally the youngest Marine, most recent Marine we've had on this show. Was a Marine during COVID, like went through MCRD in 2017 or 2018, and we had him on to talk about what. MCRD is like now, like we've talked shit about all oh, the fucking stress card and this and that. He was actually able to speak to, I've been mm-hmm. through training and I've seen what Marines since me have gone through in training and here's what is actually going on. And it was very disheartening. Yeah, I would imagine. Very disheartening. He is not that guy. He is one of those guys, like he's got a friend <laughs> that he went to training with and she was killed in the botched fucking withdrawal. Nicole G. Right? Famous picture on social media of this young Marine holding a baby. Maybe. Yeah, I remember She's, that. Yeah, he knows her. Knew her. Knew her. Sorry. And he feels guilt. He carries guilt about not being deployed. He carries guilt mm-hmm. about not getting sent. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't, you know, he doesn't put the globe and anchor on every fucking thing he owns. He doesn't, you know, he, he's not being a Marine is not this rah, rah, rah. I'm a poster child because for him, it's, I'm not a hero. I just served in the company of heroes, but yet we all know the guys you're talking about, John, that they're the best cop in the world. Just ask them. Yeah, exactly. Just ask them. And, and a lot of times you don't even have to ask them. Well, that's true too. I, I find the, what's the, do you guys ever hear the joke? I don't know if you guys ever hear the joke. There's three cowboys sitting around. A, my grandfather told me this. Three cowboys sitting around a campfire. First cowboy says, yeah, I got shot, patched myself up, rode into town, and let the doctor stitch me up with no anesthetic. And the second cowboy says, that's nothing. I got bit by a snake, sucked the poison out of myself. Horse got bit by a snake, sucked the poison out of the horse. Rode the horse back to town, got patched up. And the third cowboy just sat there quietly stoking the fire with his dick. <laughs> <laughs> and my grandfather told me that story, and it stuck with me my entire life to think, if you are about it, you don't need to talk about it. Nope. But yet, when we're getting together, it's almost like currency. Like, do you have a story to trade? 
do you have an experience to trade? Like, I'll tell you something because I know you have something to give back. Mm-hmm. Right. If that, I don't know. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. That's yeah. an interesting way of War thinking. Stories, right? right? It's almost like currency. It's like and, a currency. And even in the beginning, it was still, I'm sure, just, I'm sure just like for you, but even in the beginning, like I'm talking about episode one, two, three, like just in the conception of this, it was still very weird for me to be talking about certain things, especially the, because I had only told the that mil, that first military story, I only told not even a handful of people about that. Right. So it wasn't until we started getting feedback, like, Hey guys, like this shit's working. Like, yeah. hey, we like this for these reasons. Hey, I have these same. Like, you just see all the people that you're impacting, and then at that point, you're like, okay, this has a purpose. Then, like, it's not it's not me just bragging. No, it's this right. is this is having an effect on people yes. that I will never even meet in my life. Yep. And I will tell you honestly, yeah. John and I, Charlie and I, Matt and I, Mark, we can tell you those emails that we've gotten uh, early on. I remember early on, I shared it with Elliot and and John or no you shared it with us a friend of yours somebody emailed the show and said my husband's been a LAPD copper for 15 years he's a sergeant he won't tell me about his day I'm his wife I've listened to your show and it I feel like I understand my husband better and I was like holy shit mm-hmm. it worked <clears throat> like like that's why we started this in the first place mm-hmm. yeah. and Mm-hmm. Even most recently, as I sat down with this Marine talking to him, he's like, yeah, but I didn't deploy. I said, no, I just want to talk to you about your experiences recently. And he's like, okay, fine. So we spent an hour talking. Literally two days after the show dropped, got an email. Thank you for that episode. I've been listening for a long time. My son is about to go into the Marines. He signed up. He has his date to leave for boot camp. And I was really nervous and worried about what he was going to be facing. And at least now I know. At least now I know what he's up against. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those like, shit, man, no matter, like, even if we think it's insignificant, whether it's a traffic stuff. someone else, yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> we had a guy on, do you remember the guy we had? He spent three and a half years at Camp Pendleton doing nothing. Charlie, I, maybe this was Charlie. Do you remember? We had a guy on, he spent three and a half years at Camp Pendleton doing nothing, then spent six months in Kuwait waiting for the first invasion of Iraq. And then... Ended up getting discharged, and then they invaded. Like, he was over there and never actually got to invade. Oh, it sounds familiar, but I don't I don't recall off the top of my head. And he know. was, you know, like... Poor bastard. <laughs> right? <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Uh, anyway. there, I mean, but there's so, many, there's so many things that we go through in our daily life as law enforcement, right? To where... And I always go back to this one thing with, with my wife asking me, how many dead bodies have you seen? And I'm like... What are you how, talking how about? How often like, did she ask you that? When I was working, she asked me one day. She was like, "Keep your pants strong." Me. And tell her to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "Just kidding." Girl. I like and I asked her. I asked her like, "Well, what do you mean? Like, like this week or the last month or my year? Like, what do you?" She's like, "No, ever." And I'm like, oh, "I don't know." Right. And she, I just gave her that answer, and I just kept driving, and I didn't talk anymore. And she's like. That's not fucking normal. And I'm like, well, look, there's things that we think that are really insignificant and like stories that we're like, eh, whatever. But other people, when they hear them, they're like, holy fucking shit. Like, that's wild. And you're mm-hmm. like, that's just another Tuesday or a Monday or whatever, you know? Right. It's the regular person doesn't go through this shit and they don't go through like, they don't see this stuff. Even the stupid things, like the, the simple just the old lady died. People that, not many people have seen a dead body. Let alone not many people. Let alone an eighty-year-old woman that turns into an eggplant because it's a hundred <clears throat> degrees in the yeah. summer and she's right. been down for a week. Or has her fifty cats uh, eating on uh, her or yeah. something like that. So okay, so let's let's it, we're we're about halfway through part two, and this is war stories, and we we promised some new stories. So we talked about short stories. We haven't done short stories in a while. So I thought I would see the clouds a little bit and ask you guys if I were to say to you, craziest or slash worst TC. TA you've ever been to. Do you have a story that immediately comes to mind? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who wants to start? Cause oh, I'll go. Okay. Yeah. It's not necessarily the worst one, but definitely the most impactful the one, that one, out, right? the one that sticks out. Do you guys remember the movie colors? I just watched all the movie do, Colors. Right? Okay, do you remember the... You just know, watched it? Again. Oh, again. Oh my, yeah. Yeah. My, my, my daughter oh, yeah. and her future husband oh, had gotcha, not gotcha. seen it. And yeah. so I was like, you fucking need to see so the, the I can't remember his name, but the older, the OG Hispanic... No, no. Oh, no. No, the OG Hispanic guy 
short. Yeah, oh. yeah. The one. Uh, the Hodges. Fa- yeah, yeah, yeah. Antonio yeah, Salah and Hodges. Dead. Oh, he is? Yeah. He died uh. in a traffic accident. And you were there? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, went right through the windshield. Wow. Oh. Fuck. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, that would, like, he's So it's not colors. the worst one I've seen. No, but. You, but that, that one just. Yeah. It's like. Wait, that's that's the guy from Colors, and it was and it was in that window of the late '80s. No pun intended. Early '90s. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. through the window. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> See, I made a joke. I didn't even know. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, and it was in that time frame that. Uh, so the movie when it was had, really the movie came out what eighty five eighty six. Yeah, I mean it was right in the wheelhouse of what was actually happening happening at the time. Hmm. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, that would make an impression, yeah. like his face on the windshield. He's, he was in the movie. I know True. He's one of the OG uh, White Fence gang members. White Fence, yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. So he have he was an actor, up. but he was yeah. also an actual gang. He's like no, 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 no. no. In, in the movie, what I'm saying is in the movie, he played the OG White Fence gang member. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, so, but the actor, not, well, it's not like Danny Trejo where he plays no, a gang no, member, no. but he's he actually really was. No, 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 I don't think he was. Danny Trejo is one of the first original Sanford gang members. Yeah, Danny Trejo's legit, like... If you don't know about Danny Trejo, I mean that guy turned his life around. Yeah, he, what is he's, he's like eighty now? <laughs> Something yeah, like he's that. my neighbor. He's, he's my a, neighbor's uncle, dude. Well, he he's a huge figure in really? the city of San Fernando because yeah. that's where he grew up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I got another one. Okay. So we got a call one day. This is toward the end of my career. We got a call one day to see if we could track a body. Like a, yeah. like a DB or a missing person? <laughs> well, it's dead. Unsure. <laughs> it's dead because they were looking for the other half of the part. Oh, shit. Like, okay. well, huh. it didn't really walk. So not a whole body. <laughs> no. No. Right. But then they found it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So basically, it was on the 210 freeway. It was, uh, I mean, the fucking car exploded. Oh, fuck. What? You remember this? I know this. I know this. Yeah. Remember yeah. where they found the head? I mean, no, no, no. Okay, it's pretty go ahead. bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. On the fucking overpass. It was on the overpass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Deadpool. It's up on the freeway. Sign. It was up on the sign. Oh, shit. Yeah. I was like, shut oh, the my God, fuck up. Like, like stuck on the sign? Yes. Holy shit. Yeah. Yes. Everything was down there. Like fucking was Deadpool. There. He was there when I got here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was in the car. Wow. Pre-law enforcement, when I was, when I was driving, uh, remember when I first learned to drive, I was driving Ann around like to doctor's appointments and shit oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. I don't remember if we were on the 405 or what freeway, but I remember we had saw a huge accident and a dude fly out of a car. Not like we weren't there to actually see him fly, but you could just see that kind of the explosion. And he ended up on the, on the sign. Wow. Oh, I don't know. The whole body. I mean, His whole body. Yeah, for those of you who've seen wow. Deadpool, we're talking about the scene where the guy gets flung up onto the freeway sign and yeah. then slides off of it later in the scene. That shit happens. Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not like maybe the writers in the movie didn't know what happens, but that shit fucking happens. Yeah. So, I have something along those lines. And, uh, this is a reminiscent of when John worked San Fernando because the San Fernando copper was chasing a vehicle. and No um, crime, bro. I already know what you're going to say. It's no crime. Chasing <laughs> 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 a vehicle on the fucking 210 freeway gets off at, I want to say, like Paxton or some shit. Or no, Paxton. he wasn't chasing. I don't know. He he, The dude was running, right? And this fucking he was in this um i guess he was an og gangster bald head and he was in a uh a convertible uh mustang no seatbelt, probably 110 120 coming off the off-ramp right there and gets uh airborne coming off the off-ramp and get car gets sideways all four wheels hit they skid and then they spring him in the car uh like a trampoline towards the concrete stanchions of the overpass and the car hits, and then you see the indent where his head hit. His head pops like a grape, and then he falls on the ground. The car falls on the ground, and then his brains go all over the street. And then the skull cap falls in a different area. And I, I remember walking over, and I'm looking, and everyone's like, stop. And I'm like, what? And they're like, you're going to step on it. I'm like, step on what? They're like, his head. And I was like, his head? That's a fucking basketball covered in dirt right because it looked like a deflated basketball and then i looked underneath it because it was kind of like lifted and you just see all the red and i'm like oh that's his fucking head Duh. his head popped like a grape and it just people get ejected in crazy ass ways and like their limbs fly off and so long that sto- one stuck with me so long story minute. short a unit did light that car up and the guy took off and mm-hmm. he's like i ain't chasing that fool and then <laughs> and the guy did, himself up and then the guy thought he was still being chased and then ultimately crashed and then lapd was like uh let's get san fernando over here and basically, long story short, it was this piss pissing match between LAPD and San Fernando because they're like, you guys it. caused this. And we're like, no, we fucking didn't. <laughs> and ultimately, well, San CHP, Fernando CHP was away. also there. Yeah. Nice. CHP yeah. ended up handling because it was their handle. Yeah. How about you, John? 
Um, I mean, I've never been to like, well, geez, what was it the other day? Um, literally, it was not even a week ago. It was like four or five days ago, right there off of the 90. Oh, that big one? Um, yeah. So basically... Uh, the naked minivan guy? Yeah. Oh, oh nice. what? So what now? So, I mean, I got, man, like that, I guess I've, I mean, I guess I've seen like crashes where people's bodies are just all fucked up or whatever, but, um, <clears throat> the one I'll tell you about this one. And then the one that sticks out in my head. So basically this one, the other day that happened on the 90 dudes in a G ride, he's fleeing. Um, and what he did was he tried to dodge up a spike strip. And so he dodged it, but instead of going, <laughs> I mean, he, in the area that he tried to dodge it, I mean, it's just a pretty much a straight down yeah. for the most part. Right. Yeah. So the van catches flips and the car started flipping right as it exited the asphalt, like literally on the dirt. Right. And then rolled into the car dealership mm-hmm. and a monster trucked over like some u- or a new car that was sitting right there. I'm sure was waiting for somebody to come pick up <laughs> poor people and um, get my new car. <laughs> but here's what's funny about this is that I'm, this is, is that, that my car? I'm, <laughs> my no, shift's, not, car. not anymore. My shift's done. I'm literally done, and I'm walking out with my partner or whatever, and I hear – because I'm scanning ISP, and I hear them in pursuit. And I hear which way they're coming, and I'm like, it's not my nature to just go home if I hear this coming. <laughs> I know. So God damn it. I'm just What's gonna, wrong with I'm this? just going to cruise that way. I'm just going to cruise. Unfortunately, that never changes. It doesn't. It doesn't. And so uh, so I start going that way, and then I, I didn't actually see it, but like I could see over – because I was close enough to the – where the dealership was, I could see just the fucking, the fucking <laughs> the dust and, shit. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, the carnage shit. I'm like, so I'm whipping around the corner and literally the fucking car is in the dealership. I closer to the actual building and it's just smoldering. And like, I just feel like you almost like you still have the shit coming down or whatever. <laughs> and I, and I, and then I see where, where the guy had landed. He got ejected out and just fucking boop and just right on the ground. So, I go running up to the guy. Yeah, I mean, one pupil is the size of his eyeball, and the other one's you know super constricted. And the way he was, he was obviously dead. He was obviously dead. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, so as I'm like looking at him, um, I hear this like, ah, and I'm like, the fuck. And I look, and I was like, oh shit, there's still someone in the car. Oh my god. <laughs> so uh, my partner goes to that chick, and she ends up, she was fine. She's probably some broken bones or whatever, and she ends up living or whatever. But. That was a. Uh, anyways, that's what happened. To the, and he wasn't. So he didn't get ejected naked. What happened was is that when I put him in the recovery position, he's like 110 pounds, super skinny. So when I picked, like, I literally picked him up by his clothing, and it kind of just separated. Oh, you say? No. And so yeah. I guess I disrobed, disrobed him. him. I, guess, I guess like so. I, I didn't mean to do it. He but became it just, disrobed. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, you know. You know. What's funny about that is I was going to pick up my son-in-law. Uh-huh just before that oh shit and i'm going down i'm going down the 90 and i see out of the corner of my eye i see someone creeping around under the underpass and as i get close it's a isp guy with a, a spike strip in his hand oh. and i was like oh fuck oh, okay. something's <laughs> happening so now i'm looking in my rearview mirror because <laughs> yeah, right? right. i'm not going to get in the middle no. of this shit <laughs> then i pass the second one another isp the guy ISP like guy. in the next so i call i call my wife and i'm like hey can you get on facebook or whatever and see if there's a fucking pursuit coming up my ass because if there is <laughs> i want to make sure because right. i'm looking yeah. right? right she's like no there's nothing there's nothing and then maybe about 20 out. minutes later <laughs> she calls me she goes yeah you remember that spike strip thing <laughs> they're in the chevy dealer <laughs> <laughs> how about you chris you know it's not a tc but it involves cars is that a cool uh, yeah. it's whatever's cool i'm it, just it, i'm just it's what popped in my cars. mind um, so I'm, I'm a NorCal copper, so um, we're up in the Emerald Triangle, if you know what I mean, and we're checking out. grow weed. Yes. No. So. There's weed in California? No, now they grow weed everywhere. Oh, yeah. okay. Jim, hey, there's a fucking TV show about Jim Belushi growing weed in Oregon. He has just, weed in Oregon? It's just a TV show about his weed farm. <laughs> like, it's like fucking this old house, but hey, look at all the pot I'm growing. Why not? Anyway. Anyway, see so if you can imagine if you can picture out in the middle of nowhere, dirt road, pretty much single lane through the mountains um, to like prime pot growing region. We're looking for this dude that's got a felony warrant and he's got to grow. The grow is not a big deal, but he's got a he's got the warrant. So we're um, I was helping the task force out and we're trying to put eyeballs on this dude, trying to find this one guy, and he's got a. Supposedly he's driving a white car. Um, he runs from the cops any chance he gets. Uh, real pain in the ass. And so we're 
we get there at like four in the morning and we, you know, the sun comes up, we're watching this house, nothing, no white car. And so we're like, okay, it's a bust. Let's get <laughs> out of here. Yeah. So we load up and we're heading back down the mountain. And like I said, like kind of single lane, like you can put a car and a half on the road, right? It's a, it's a regular mountain road, dirt. Like single lane, yeah, single right. lane. Like you'd have to pull over, right, pretty pull hard in the bar ditch to kind of, yeah, yeah, let the other guy go on. So we're cruising down. Now we're, you know, we want to get home, so we're kind of going fast. And you got like eight dudes fully, fully kitted up, right, and and a big bummer, big goose egg, right, right. So we're kind of bummed out. So God forbid the person, God who forbid runs a stop that sign. that person. <laughs> And the white car happens to be coming up the road the other direction, which is exactly what happened. Oh, shit. Like, we can see him across the canyon. Now, you're, you know, five, 600 yards. You can see the other car coming up the canyon. Like, is that a white car? You know, we're, like, half asleep. <laughs> Anybody in a white like, car at that point yeah. is fucked. Oh, yeah, you're fucked. Well, when you're going out to this area, yeah. it, pretty high probability. That's right. the guy we're looking for. So, like, did you see white car? Yeah, it's a white car. And then, like, another switchback, like, fuck, I think that might be him. Fuck, I think that is him. So as he gets closer, he comes around the bend, and we're in the very obvious white van. And, like, <laughs> like why do we take this up here? Side, yeah, right. Might as well say police on it. Right. And, fuck, that's him. Pull the van sideways, block the road. We jump out, guns on. Show me your hands, show me your hands. We open the driver's side door, yank him out. He's got his pants around his ankles. What? <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? Oh, why is he all slippery? Oh, what the fuck? He was rubbing one out on the oh. way back home, <laughs> and he had his pants around his ankles. No. Yeah. When we drug him out of the car, <laughs> <laughs> when we pulled him out of the car, and he had the lube going and everything else, that's why he was all slippery. Got dirt in it to get home. I know that's what we said. Wow. So anyway, what weirdos out there. That's, I've literally never had the you, urge. You've to never rub had one something like car. that. Never had the urge yeah. to rub one out in the car, dude. I had a fucking guy in. No, no. I said stockings. I've never had the urge to rub one out in the car. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I thought you said you never, you never had a guy like you never. No, 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 no. Like I mean, that. I'm just saying. Like, oh when no, you, yeah, they rubbing one out in the car. What the fuck is it? Auto erotica, like not auto erotica, but it, like, it is like, automobile well, erotica. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Auto erotica, not auto erotica. So I, I remember, um, as far as TCs go, we had. Um, I, did I ever tell you about the case that ended up on Judge fucking Judy? No. Yeah, it's crazy. This you were talking about the head being up on the sign. So my partner and I roll, and we get there. Is a car up on its roof. And there's a good Samaritan and his girlfriend had pulled off to help. And then there's like a 14-year-old kid. He's just fucking freaked out. He's like, I don't know where she is. I don't know where she is. I don't know where she is. Like, you don't know who is. I'm the first unit on scene. He's like, I don't know where. My friend, she's driving. I don't know where she is. Like, okay, relax. Calm down. We'll find her. It's fine. Just keep him here. So I go walking over to the car. Well, right away when you hear that, what's really going on in your head is, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, shit. Right, right. right. That's right. what's I really happening. Say to this 14-year-old kid, yeah. it's, oh, don't fine. Worry, it's cool. I'll find yeah. her. Oh, and I'm, in my head, fuck. I'm going, in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Because the car's upside down. And it's uh, one of those Ford Explorer Sports. So it's you know it's a little two-door SUV. And I, I'm walking up. Lights are still on. Wheels are still turning. Engine's still hot. Dust is still in the air. It's just happened. And uh, go up to the car, and it's fucking Wizard of Oz. I get to the passenger side, and I see feet. Feet and shoes underneath the roof, just sticking uh -oh. out from underneath the roof. And I'm like, fuck. So and he's he's the little 14-year-old kid over there. Did you find her? Did you find her? I'm like, yes. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> sort of. And I'm like, just stay over there. Don't just stay over there. So my partner rolls up right as I find the feet, Wizard of Oz style, and uh, he he comes up, and we've had him on the show. You guys have played Call of Duty with him. Wyatt was mm -hmm. the were primary on it. And he's like, what do we got? And I said, found the driver. And I just pointed to the feet, and he's like, oh, shit. 
So he's, he, I said, I haven't taken any statements. So he goes over, he starts getting names, all that stuff. And I start handling the car. I go around to the driver's side and I see um, uh, arms, right? I see shoulders and arms. So I've got the arms out on either side, like Superman and the shoulders, no head. And I was like, fuck. And my initial instinct was, okay, this accident just happened. CHP helicopter has Fleur. There's a big empty field where this car flipped over. If I get Fleur here fast enough, maybe the helicopter can show me the hot spot where the head is and we don't have to spend hours and hours out here with flashlights looking for this girl's head. And that was my first thought. And the fire department shows up. And they, I'm like, okay, so I'm, I'm just about to call for the helicopter. I'm, I'm briefing my partner. I walk back. The fire department's like, don't worry about it. And I, it had occurred to me there was no blood, right? But I also know traumatic amputations don't necessarily bleed a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, what happened was <laughs> her head was still attached, but the back of her head was touching her sternum. So it had flipped around 180 degrees and folded under her body. Damn, like a reverse scorpion. And she came out of the car like a bobblehead. Just completely like, it, it was, what do they call it? A, a, man, a manual decapitation? A non-severed like decapitation? There, like, so basically, she had been decapitated yeah. for all intents and purposes. It's just her skin had not... Right. Yeah, ripped detached, ripped yeah. right yep. and so she was 17 you know whatever six months later i'm in my living room and i hear this story being told on tv my wife was watching judge judy and uh lady's like yeah she took my car and my 14 year old son's in the passenger seat and then she's driving to see one of her friends and the car flips and i'm like time time out and i start looking sure enough Black family on the left, white family on the right. It was a black girl driving, white 15-year-old passenger, 14-year-old passenger. So what? It, what the mother of the dead girl um, was being sued by the woman whose car it was. For the car? For the car. Oh, oh my gosh. What the case had happened, they, the, the, this girl had been Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So she was down in Inglewatts got shipped up to where we were to live with her auntie so she would stay out of trouble. But you move a kid, there's tendencies are still the same. What's that old expression? I won't say it. Don't say it. And so the big aunt aunt worked with this white gal. Uh, They worked in the driveway together or they worked in an office together, had a big barbecue. Aunt comes over with her daughter or with her, with her niece Introduces her, oh, hey, this is my coworker's 14-year-old kid. They're the only two kids, so they just start talking together. 17-year-old starts drinking and then says, hey, can we go listen to music? And the 14-year-old goes and says, hey, mom, can we have the keys to go out in the car and sit in the car and listen to music? So, sure, mom gives them the keys to go sit in the car and listen to music. 17-year-old sits in the driver's seat, keys in the accessory position, turns on the stereo, and the 17-year-old goes, fuck it. Starts the car. Let's go visit one of my friends. Driving drunk. Rolls the car, flies out the window. She's not wearing a seatbelt. Car kills her. The mother of the 14-year-old who owns the car is suing the parents of the dead girl for the cost of the vehicle. (laughs) On Judge Judy. Jesus. Yeah. So that probably is one of the – it's not the – there's another TC that I'll save for another story that's a full episode because it's a lot more involved. But that one, like, like how many times do you fucking – are you walking through your living room? And you hear Judge Judy telling some woman, you're despicable. Get the fuck out of my courtroom. I can't believe you're doing this. And you're like, that was my case. <laughs> that's just weird. Yeah, yeah, that's super weird. I'm yes. also not surprised. Also not surprised. Yeah. Not a lot of surprise there. But, it, well, how much does it take to surprise you these days? Right? Not much. No, a lot. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. To be surprised? To be surprised. To be surprised. No. I've lost total faith. Yeah, that's what we're saying. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, we're saying the I mean, same I, thing. I, right. Yeah, we're saying it, Nothing thing. can surprise you right. at this point. Yes. Like, like ha- yeah. the level it would take to surprise me has gone so far beyond right. Right. that it's 
almost impossible. For, my wife tells me, can you believe this happened to Mo? Yep, yep. absolutely. Yeah. Well, this this is also part of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, well, how about this? Also, yes. I still have in my garage. It's funny. The uh, If you go into my garage, I have a street sign from San Fernando. It was the last TC I worked before I left. And I remember, I mean, this is quick. Allegedly. Huh? You allegedly have a street sign? Uh, allegedly. <laughs> I may or may not have one. Whatever. I fuck. And, um, Let him come get it. And uh, what were they going to do? Repost it? It's all fucked up. Like, anyways. It was trash. You know, and honestly, even if they did, the chief of police offered me my police car door, the one that got shot up in my last shooting. So I could take it. Oh, really? You should have taken it. Yeah, why didn't you take that? Yeah, why? I don't know. I just didn't. I, you just wanted it out. I just wanted it. It was the last thing on my fucking breath. With a fucking door? It would look good in this bar. <laughs> it would. I, I'll reach out. I bet you it's still there. It's in city shops. I bet you it's still there. Anyways, right. okay, so uh, long story short. I'll pay the shipping. The show will pay the shipping. It'll be like Hard Rock Cafe, John. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Visit here for a little yeah. while, then go to your uh, maybe, place maybe, for a while. Maybe and... my Dodge Ram yeah. still got some glass yeah, that go. I can. Um, I'll reach out. I'll see <laughs> okay. if, they, if they have it. Um, the uh, there, we heard a loud explosion, and pretty much, literally, thirty seconds later, accident comes out, and my partner and I roll up on it, and it was what you would imagine a. It was some sort of Mercedes, nicer Mercedes that had center punched uh, one of the thicker telephone poles telephone pole did not move at all so basically the 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 pole is like halfway down the mercedes and everything else is, is just wrapped around they got one guy outside of the car just like what the fuck happened you can tell he's he's deuce as hell and the other kid my partner's dealing with him and i go and i see that there's another kid in there just kind of moaning and i walk up i'm like hey man are you good like because he's pinned but he's like pinned like at his legs and he like looks up at me and I'm like, are you good? Like, like, do you need, like, what do you need? And he's like, and he opens his mouth and just fucking just teeth just like, oh. just like poured out of his mouth. And like all the blood started going. Yeah. I was like, okay, oh, you do not to, talk. Right. I was like, just don't say anything. <laughs> just sit there and, and then we're going to be good. We're, we're, you're good, man. You're, you're going to make it. Yeah. He ended up making it. But, but literally all of his teeth fell out all at one time. That, okay, so that yeah. I won't, I won't tell again, the, the one TC, the biggest TC that sticks out in my mind is very similar to that, where you get to the victim and you're like, Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're I still alive. Let's keep it that way. Here's some things we need to do. So, well, uh, shit, that's, that's episode 200 part one and part two. What a fucking ride it's been. I mean, we're still. We're still doing it. We're doing it 1,300 miles away from where we started. Mm, that's crazy. And yeah. yet here we are. Um, except for Charlie, unfortunately. We'll get you here. Charlie, maybe we can make a GoFundMe for you, and then you know everyone can just put some money in together and get you up here. I don't need a GoFundMe. I have kids. <laughs> oh, your <laughs> kids can fund it? <laughs> you oh, need a divorce? Is that what you said? <laughs> No, I, I've been through a divorce. Oh, I yeah, Kids yeah. I have to worry about. For sure. Know? I can't let some other man raise my son, you know what I mean? Or my daughter, for that matter. So yeah. they're important. Yeah. So stick it out until I can get out with them, um, hopefully, when my daughter graduates. But Well, I, I appreciate all of you guys for having listened to the show and been on the show, both at this table and the people listening. I will say this. We normally give our guest a chance to dedicate their episode to somebody, but we don't really have a guest. It's all of us recurring assholes. So I would like to dedicate and see if I can get a amen from the table, but I want to dedicate this episode to everybody that's out there still doing it. Uh, if you're listening to this episode and you're pushing a black and white or you're trying to squeeze in a nap between fire calls or medical aids, if you're staring down the paperwork on your own lobster claw because you're working the bus and the cops have to call you out to hold someone's head together. Um, if you're overseas or if you're here at home and you're on your base, missing your family on a deployment, this, this episode is for all of you guys. That's what I think we should dedicate it to. Yep. Amen to that. Amen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I just, I just want everybody out there. I know we dropped this episode at midnight. 
or midnight 30 every night because I deliberately drop it. it, it I've told you guys this, deliberately drop it in the middle of the night for everybody working graveyard shift. So they have a, you know, everybody knows how lonely graveyard shift can get. So if you get an hour of a friendly voice in the middle of the night to get you through your shift, to keep you safe, to keep you awake, to keep you alert, and we're that voice, cool. Um, this, is out to, this, this episode will be out to all you guys because, you know, you guys are the reason we keep doing it. Those emails have kept us going more than once. I don't know. Chuck, any any parting thoughts on our 201st episode? Yeah, uh, for, exactly. For all those guys out there that are men and women alike are still out there uh, pushing a black and white or if you're sitting in your rig and whatever, um, we feel your pain. Uh, just keep fighting that good fight, man. I mean, know that you're doing the greater good a favor and you're doing mankind a favor and you're doing the Lord's work. So just keep on it. Uh, even when you're eating those, um, those dinners on the hood of your car, um, mm. you make it possible for everybody else to sleep safe at night. So keep that up uh, for everybody else. Thank you for listening. Um, we appreciate the support. Um, and if you want to support us, you can go to our website. Um, no, we're not done yet. Charlie. You can go to- no, it's fine. He- I'm fucking with him. <laughs> Oh, well, I figured that was the end. <laughs> no, I'm Say all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, go to um, our website. But yeah, go to our website um, at www.warstoriesofficial.com. Grab some gear. You can also go to the, our Instagram at war underscore stories underscore official and our Facebook at war stories podcast. Um, follow us, share info in our posts. Um, and if you want to be featured in the show, please go to booking.warstories at gmail.com. And uh, some of your story, I can get you booked. We are looking for law enforcement, corrections, dispatchers, fire, medics, and veterans, as well as uh, ER staff, like nurses and doctors, tell your crazy stories on the full moon. Um, if you have any friends who you think would be a great fit, let them know about us and give them our booking email. Again, thank you for the support and stay safe. Chris, any uh, anything you want to say to all listeners on this anniversary episode? Uh, it's uh, like I, I want to say before – how I found War Stories was I was just like looking for that one little niche. Like I want to hear some stories, man. I want to hear stories that um, I can I can jive with. And that's exactly how I found this podcast was, man, this clicked with me. And uh, that's how I started listening to it uh, just because I, I was in a – like a, I'm not going to say desperate, but – for lack of a better term, desperate search for a connection for a connection. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. And and that's how I found it. And I'm sure people are finding it all the time. And, uh, I like to ha- you know, have some of my friends, I, I'm not going to name them by name right now, but I'm going to try to, you know, prod them a little bit to get on here because they yeah. got some good stories. Yeah. Elliot, any, uh, any parting words of wisdom for everybody loves to hear from you. So no, it's, it's I could make you your own show. Why do you say that? I, people love you. You know, it's interesting about that. There's a conversation we had when we were talking, was it on the first half of this or, yeah. um, I never really realized that anybody really gave a shit. Yeah. You know? And even when, uh, they were talking to me about, no, you got to come on and you, I'm like, who cares? Yeah. I mean, who cares really? Who gives a right. shit? Well, I didn't really realize how many people gave a shit. Did you? Yeah, I, I really didn't. It's heartening a yeah. little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's a good feeling yeah. being back, looking back at where it started. Yeah, especially right. this far in the future. <laughs> Literally. In a completely other state. <laughs> yeah. Like, who would have seen this coming? Right. John, the man who helped me start this whole fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> guess i'm that guy um i mean you guys already said it uh i just think it's cool to be sitting here 201 episodes later and literally remembering where i was on the first single episode and then everyone we've met along the way via phone call uh via the internet um at a 511 store in what what city was that uh it was a drive yeah it was a it was an hour um, and a half drive so, so I guess what I'm getting, or even you getting to go, uh, and I had to work, but remember you you got to go on, um, what's his name? Dennis show? Miller. The Dennis Miller Dennis show. Dennis Miller show. 
Um, that. Yeah. that helped a lot. A like lot. that blew up huge. this show. It was absolutely that. huge. So, you know, it's just kind of cool seeing the whole transformation just over the years. And, and it's been a cool journey. And I know that I've been kind of uh, not as big of a part of it. You've had um, some shit going on. <laughs> yeah, but, but still. And but still seeing seeing how everything has evolved and, and just being able to meet in some way, shape or form all the people we have been able to meet yeah. along the way. A lot of cool people, some douchebags. Um, yeah. But, that's the job. Yeah. But, but we, have our, we have over, and, uh, one, uh, let me tell you how many downloads. We have over a million downloads. Yeah. Over awesome. a million. Awesome. I'll give you, go ahead. No, really. And, and I was just kind of reiterating um, that, that, you know, before, before all this started, um, it was really, really who gave a shit. It, it, right. Who gave a shit? But it's, it's, it really is cool to see that people do care. Not about us. I'm saying like people care about each other. Um, not not oh we care about John and Tom and Charlie and cuz cuz they're saying these things and right. they no people care about each other because we've put people that were hurting in contact with other people we've met to to you know just help out as a community so um so yeah we have been downloaded 1,374,000 times that's and crazy yeah. yeah awesome that's wild yeah keep in mind there's only uh 700,000 cops in the entire country and 1.5 million soldiers globally. We have a lot of listeners in other countries. We have a lot of listeners. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's humbling to be a part of your guys' daily existence. We don't know you and yet I know you guys feel like you know us. And we want to say that whenever you send us messages, whenever you send us emails, whenever you connect with us, we are happy to hear it because that lets us know you a little bit more um, and lets us know that we're still connecting with people. So I guess um, until our next episode, come with your shield or on it.